While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. When I first arrive at a client's house to declutter, so if you're new to the podcast, I do in-person, in-home decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, and I also do some, some mindset work with my clients, and I can do some of this virtually as well. But this episode, I'm going to talk about my in-person decluttering clients because I I absolutely love it, and as long as my back will hold out and allow me to do it, I'm going to be doing it. And I love when I first arrive at a client's house to declutter because I'm usually greeted by a woman who is clearly nervous because one of my rules for in-person decluttering, um, and I'll confirm our meeting maybe the day or two before, and I always tell them, please do not tidy before I arrive. And everyone's like, what? Oh my gosh. Because it's so counterintuitive for most people, you know, who isn't frantically cleaning before company arrives. But when I first see a home, I need to see the clutter. I need to see where you naturally drop your keys or where your kids dump their backpacks. If a client picks up all the toys, how am I going to know which ones the kids actually play with? And when she opens the front door to greet me, I can usually see this look on her face of, oh boy, what did I sign up for? She'll let me in and she shows me around the house. And if we haven't already formulated a plan, we usually talk about different things. And sometimes we begin where we had agreed to on the phone. But then after I've heard her talk about her struggles or, um, you know, where they're having issues in their family, sometimes we make a change and decide to, to begin in a different place in her house. And oftentimes we begin in the wardrobe, just FYI. But um, so we'll begin And by the end of our five hours together, because I work in five-hour segments in in in-person stuff, I really know who she is. I know their house. I love it when I can pick up something and say, oh, I know, this belongs in the the third door drawer down in the kitchen, or, oh, I know where she keeps her, her secret stash of chocolate, you know? And by the end of our day, we usually have a really good rapport going and a budding friendship, and we'll make plans oftentimes to work together again. And the second time I work with that woman, the front porch exchange is very different. She confidently opens the door and is always excited to show me how she has maintained her space or what else she has decluttered since my last visit. Because this is why I tell you guys, do not buy the bins and baskets and all the pretty things um, before you start because you will probably flex that muscle of decluttering 
after I leave and you'll declutter even more. So she'll say, you know, like, oh, come see what else I've decluttered. And, you know, that whole that whole shelf is empty now or whatever. And she's always excited to share her success with me. And you know what I always notice? She looks thinner. I know. I've never asked, hey, did you lose weight? But she just seems lighter to me. And it, I, this has happened time and time again, you guys. Like they open the door and I'm like, something's different about her. Like she just seems lighter. But really, I think what it is, is she has an aura of this self-confidence and power. And our second session usually gets faster because she's more confident in who she is and the kind of life that she wants to start creating. You know, she, does this new woman in this next season wear flats or heels? Does she drink her coffee out of a mug or china? You know, this powerful woman standing before me now knows the answers to those questions. So this story, this example of doing the in-home decluttering, could I could say the same for my budgeting clients or even my meal planning clients. Like They start off really nervous and afraid of my judgment, But before long, their path becomes clear and they confidently walk down the road to financial freedom or defeating their family with a plan. So I'm going to reread the opening Bible passage to you so you have it fresh in your mind again. While we were there, the time came for her to have her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And now we're going to... Fast forward 33 years to Matthew chapter 27, verse 39. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads. In Brene Brown's now famous TED Talk, she said, We are the most in-debt, obese, addicted, and medicated adult cohort in U.S. history. She goes on to say, We struggle with these issues because, quote, We use things like food, shopping, and drugs to numb our emotions and avoid feeling vulnerable. When a woman opens her house, finances, or eating habits to me, she is getting vulnerable. Our society frequently equates vulnerability with weakness. When we think of the baby Jesus, he is completely vulnerable. He is 100% dependent on his parents. He hasn't spoken a word. He hasn't performed one miracle. And yet, what's like the first thing that happens in his little life? They must flee, right? Because King Herod is so intimidated by his birth that he orders every male child under the age of two to be massacred. When Jesus is hanging naked on the cross, he has been humiliated and reviled. He has reached the pinnacle of vulnerability. But we know how this story ends. Just when everyone counted him out, when his disciples were at their lowest, most confused, you know, like, we followed this guy, (laughs) what's going on, right? They're lost and they were hopeless. Just at that point, we find the tomb empty. Most New Year's resolutions fall under health, fitness, or finance. And most New Year's resolutions are abandoned in the first three weeks of January. If we want true and lasting change, we have to admit our way is not working. We need to stop being afraid of feeling vulnerable. 
if you want 2023 to be your most powerful year yet, look to the nativity, then look to the cross. For it is when we surrender the need to be powerful that we actually become our most powerful. Have a great day, and I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Have a great one. Bye. Thank you.